Welcome to the Witty and Gritty Podcast. We're your hosts, Farron and Brooke. Brooke. Wait. <laughs> Are we going to do every other word? One day we're going to get a really fun intro down. It's no, going to be jazzy. I'll tell you like I tell my kids. <laughs> You're responsible for you. Okay. I'll say my name next worry time. about yourself. <laughs> yes. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, happy December, everybody. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I feel like I've just been thriving all quarter four. I feel like that's undisputed as well. <laughs> Although I do like the summer. Summer's great. Summer's a close second. Ah, uh, yes, but there's no season like the holiday season. True, true. Which is why we were inspired to do an Advent kind of theme the next four weeks. So if you're like, what the heck is Advent? Then go to episode 130. We interviewed someone specifically about Advent, what it is, how it's celebrated, what you can do, how you can help your kids. Blah, blah, blah. Episode 130. And then come back here. Yeah. I think that's a great episode as a starting point as yeah. well. So if you're like, uh, I feel like I need to involve Jesus more in this time of the season, that's a good level 100 class. Mm-hmm. I buy the chocolate calendars. Hey, hey oh. <laughs> that's a start. I mean, start somewhere. There's pictures of Jesus on there. Oh, no, so look at that. Look at that. Okay. Yes. So our four, we have four weeks in December, and we're going to touch on four different kind of themes of Advent. So hope, peace, joy, and love. Sounds a lot like the fruits of the Spirit. Look at that. Look at that. Look at God. Look at him <laughs> putting all these things together. He's so smart. So this week in episode 236, we are talking about hope. So each week we're going to come in with a Christmas scripture that you'll probably hear if you go to church or if you listen to a Christmas song, you might notice some of these words or, you know, it's pretty thematic. So these next four weeks, we're going to hit you with four Christmas-ish verses. Yes. Be prepared to be hit. <laughs> <laughs> In a nice way. <laughs> okay. I realize my language is so violent. I apologize <laughs> to everyone individually and collectively. But here we go. Our episode is about hope. And we're going to read Luke 1, 26 through 35, but this we usually do, NLT and ESV. We encourage you to read multiple, um, what do you call them? Versions. Thank you, versions of the Bible, just so you can, sometimes you read it in a different version and you're like, oh, I didn't, have, I didn't think about it like that. So I'm also like, oh, I understand those words a bit more <laughs> than the yes, complex hey, vocabulary. ICB, that children's Bible. I'm like, yes, okay, thank you. I understand. Now I get it. Anyway, so we're going to read Luke 1, 26 through 35, but we're just going to read the NLT. So we encourage you to read whatever other version you'd like to, to hear it a little bit different. Same but different. Same but different. Okie dokie. Luke 1, 26 through 35 in the NLT. The birth of Jesus foretold. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I'm a virgin. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby will be born. So the baby to be born will be holy and he will be called the son of God. Deep breath. 
Yes, I felt like you read Mary's question like you would have responded. I know, I, and I was like, no, no, be Mary, don't be me. Uh, this doesn't make sense. How can this happen? I am a virgin. Uh, I, so when I read the Christmas story, I like to think about different people's perspectives, and if I were Mary, I'd be like, mm, what? what's happening here? Because that's not going to fly with Joseph, or if I'm Joseph, like, mm, what? Excuse me? Yeah. So a little bit of context on this verse. So between the Old Testament and the New Testament happening, there are 400 years. So thinking about how many generations that is, and for Mary to be found in favor with God, that means for generations they have been continuing to talk about the coming Messiah and God and all of, and all of the things that they've been doing in the Old Testament. Those, that's been carried through 400 years, which I think is really cool because a lot of us like, well... I hadn't heard anybody say this story, so it must not be true anymore, or that's how things become of legend. But clearly, this has been dedicated and ingrained into their life for 400 years. Yeah, and on the topic of hope, hope is when you're looking forward to something that hasn't come yet. Mm -hmm. And so this is a long time, a lot of years to have to have hope. Yes, and a couple. David gets a couple shout-outs in just the verses we read. We did a whole episode on David back in our Kid Classics miniseries, but it is David and Goliath David. Mm. That's the same guy. Same David. Yeah, and so that was really neat to see the promise fulfilled, like it is down the line of King David. So whatever David was told, like, down the line, dude, just sit tight, and then here is Jesus coming, which is really neat. And also, again, on the idea of hope, you know, it's, titled the birth of jesus foretold so mary was told ahead of time mm-hmm. it's not like she gave birth and then they said by the way this is <laughs> this jesus. is the one <laughs> and she saw the fulfillment of that promise immediately but it was ahead of time mm-hmm. so again i think hope is a glaring theme in the story of jesus's birth yes and again i think the cool thing in the new testament a lot of people uh, especially jesus quotes isaiah they quote things of the past, and he's like, hey, I'm, I'm the dude, just so you know. If, if it wasn't clear, it's me. I'm the guy. <laughs> you know, when I was reading this again, a couple of things stuck out. Again, when I, you mentioned our kid classics earlier, and we looked at those um, as adults and reading the scripture for ourselves. So if you missed that series, please go back and check it out. Um, but reading the story for myself as a grown-up, I remember as a kid thinking like, oh, Mary was just hunky-dory with it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, sounds good. Not a problem. Yeah, but when you go back and read <laughs> through the verses, she was initially troubled. Mm-hmm. Um, in the ESV, it says that she practiced discernment. So she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be, which is something that we should always yeah. be practicing as believers as well. And then she asked questions, right? She's like, but like, how? (laughs) How is this going to be possible? And she wasn't like, shoot away for it. Like, never mind that. Mm -hmm. It's happening. Yeah. Uh, But the angel from God answered her questions. Um, The other thing that I took away reading this too is that she was found, had favor with God. Yes. And so sometimes when we're going through rough patches, Uh, We see it as a punishment for maybe not living up to God's expectations. But what if what you're going through, sorry to say this, is because, in fact, you had favor with God, right? So uh, different times we've talked about careful not to pray away 
the blessing in disguise. Mm -hmm. And so I'll share more on that in a bit. But very good. Food for thought. Yes. So that was read. So now we're moving on to pray. So that was a perfect segue, Farron. What were you going to say about praying about this? Yeah. So essentially, instead of praying challenges away that could be blessings, maybe a shift in your wording or approach could be asking God to see you through those tough times. Um, Because on the idea of hope, the idea is that there's going to be something on the other side, either a spiritual transformation, a resolution, the developing of your gifting, Mm -hmm. possibly stumbling into a passion that you didn't know you'd be passionate about. So who knows what's on the other side of it, Um, but definitely praying that God sees you through it um, instead of praying it away. Yeah, I like that. I wrote down praying for your unwavering faith. I think about Mary in this time and nowhere in there was she doubting anything. How, how cool would it be if for years and years, generations and generations, people are like, Jesus is coming, he's coming. And then all of a sudden Gabriel's like, Hey, you're the mom. (laughs) What? (laughs) It's me. So I love her unwavering faith. And I, sometimes people can be like, well, she's just blindly trusting. No, this isn't blind trust. She's seen generations and remembered all of the things God's done in all of the past. So now it's just coming to fruition on the Jesus part, which is really cool. And I also wrote that when we pray, um, pray that when God gives you good news, you remain confident in who he says he is and be filled with hope. So sometimes God is asking you to take that leap of faith and you're like, "Mm, no, thank you. Uh, Not right now. But if you have that confidence stepping in, knowing, okay, this is what I'm called to do, like you were saying, Fearing, with giftings or passions or whatever that's going to lead to, if you're you're called to take that leap of faith, you can have confidence in who God says he is. He's going to catch you. Yeah. And just to say it a little different in case y'all hadn't heard this, but when I hear Brooke saying that, I know sometimes I lack confidence in myself. And so, okay, fine. If you haven't developed that (laughs) self-confidence, then place that confidence in God and what he can do. Um, So sometimes if we unintentionally or indirectly think it's not possible, we could be calling him a liar or doubting his abilities and powers. So I think we can all find confidence in his abilities. Mm -hmm. And that could be some of your prayer talk is like, I don't feel capable, but I know you are. Yeah. And um, that goes great into the talks, talk portion of this. Like when you're not feeling confident or capable, that's when you can pull your inner circle in and be like, hey, guys, this is what I'm really thinking and what I think God is asking me to do. Am I talking crazy? Help me out here. I know there's been times where I'm like, Farron, what is, am I saying this right? Is this happening right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, So you can talk about times when you get significant news that could be anything traumatic to anything like a leap of faith. So it could go on either end of the spectrum. And something that we have found over time is in our biblical community, we ask, like, what has what's helped you when you've gotten this kind of news? What did you do? Or this has happened to me before. So I know this helped. Do you think this this could help you? And then what are some ways you can support each other for that hope in the future? Because whether it's bad news or good news. It's that you still get the butterflies in your in your stomach sometimes, like, ah, there's, this could be good, right? So to build in that hope with people. Absolutely. And I think I, I jump to talk when I feel like prayer is not working. Not that there's a right order, but I'm more apt to share, like, okay, I've been praying and I still haven't seen the change, and so then I bring it to friends. 
And mm-hmm. so I do think that if you're not seeing a change in the circumstance, the first thing I'd recognize hearing someone say that is, but is the purpose for the circumstance to change or change within you? Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing that came to mind, and Brooke, you might have to help me out with this, but one of our pastors, David Griffin, asks his kids and himself um, when he's in a tough spot. It's The questions are, where are you at? And the first answer, I believe, is where God wants me to be. And then what is it after that? I thought it was... Why, why are you here? Yeah. Because he wants to teach me something. What is he trying to... Or what is he trying to teach me, I think. Yes. And then it's to grow more like him every day. Something along those lines. And you can tweak that however you want for your family or for age-appropriate levels. Yeah. So if you are if you can't find hope in the situation, try to step back and see the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And you can maybe find hope in, again, the journey itself or the potential outcome. Yeah. David's episode was episode 25 in our grit mini series. Farron, you also mentioned when you kind of get tripped up on prayer or you're like, I feel like I am, that's when intercession comes in too. So you can get with your inner circle, your Christian community, and they can pray for you too. Mm -hmm. Read, pray, talk, tell. We're at the tell. Yay. (laughs) So how can we instill in this season for your kids, age appropriate, or for the people around you, how can you instill that hope based off of this scripture? Yes, so I am going to try to speak to them that challenges and tough assignments can help us grow. I definitely think that this experience had to have made Mary's faith grow and just be reassuring. Um, But, you know, with some fears and worries along the way, especially back in that day to be that young and Mm -hmm. uh, supposed to be a virgin, you know, set to be married to Joseph, there were going to be some tough times. Uh, so yes, challenges and tough assignments help us grow and encourage those that are going through tough seasons, maybe giving them hope that, you know, this too shall pass. Uh, even if we don't see it in this lifetime, having that eternal mindset mm-hmm. and talk about how they can navigate the storm uh, to come out stronger. And I think that's kind of just looking for the silver lining and the best in the scenario, but just know your audience yeah sometimes they we're not ready to receive that kind of uh encouragement i do believe it is meant from a place of good intention and uh to encourage others but sometimes we're not our audience isn't ready to hear mm-hmm. that yet yes <laughs> that is very helpful to have both ends ready uh-huh. and delivery matters that's the part i need to work on is delivery i'm like hey farron <laughs> <laughs> Ready or not, I have some information for you. We do have an episode about having an internal, eternal mindset. We'll link that too. On my tell portion, my notes I have, it's a good lesson on empathy. So like I mentioned earlier, taking the perspective of all the different characters. And there's going to be some times where our kids, their friend is in a situation that our child has not experienced. So being able to teach that empathy and yeah, they're going through a crazy time right now, and you don't know what that's like. You've never experienced that firsthand. Because the last thing I want is someone who hasn't been there before be like, well, you should just do this. Mm-hmm. Okay, shut your mouth, please. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> but how can that, how can you support that friend? And you don't know what they're going through, but you can be that support in place. So that could be a good way to brainstorm ideas together, and you can biblically back that as well. Yeah, I think telling your kids either stories of past struggles or sharing current ones that are, you know, appropriate to be sharing. Um, I know that, like, if I'm in a really bad mood, from the time they were tiny, I was like, I'm in a really bad mood. I'm, you know, dad's home, but I'm like, I'm going to go take a nap. 
and because I'm feeling grumpy. And so then there were times that they were like, I'm just so mad. I think I need a nap. It was rare, but it did happen. But it happened. (laughs) (laughs) Count it. And so things like that, that I'll still share that I'm like human too, which I think Mm -hmm. builds some compassion and empathy that we're this team unit. And sometimes even mom uh, needs a break. Um, But even my eldest, I'll share, you know, past friend struggles or how I'm dealing with social conflicts as, you know, a coach and an educator. Those tend to come up often. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, with uh, only the details that matter, but enough to show her that I am still using the skills that I, you know, am trying to have her learn. I really like your this too shall pass comment. There was, I can't remember where we heard it, and I know we've said it on the podcast before, but it has a time limit. The The scary feeling has a time limit because that's not going to be a feeling we have in heaven, which is so wonderful. So this too shall pass is biblically accurate because there are no sad things in heaven. Yay! Even straight <laughs> knees on the soccer field. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Thank you for always talking to my kids when they get hurt. I'm like, Mm-mm, get back out there. Can you still play? They're bleeding. I'm like, get back out there. <laughs> Parents like, you need to sub her. <laughs> Just a quick sub. Just a quick one. Get some water. It's like... <laughs> Empathy, Brooke. Empathy. Let me teach myself. Well, that wraps up episode 236, our Advent mini-series featuring Hope. Come back next week, and we'll talk about our next element of Advent. Which is peace. Hooray! Peace out, you. Hey, Brooke. Yes? (laughs) Did you know? What are you about to tell me? That we have social media accounts. Ooh, la la. Which is nice, because if you miss an episode, it's a great reminder to go check Mm -hmm. it out. Slash, you get the highlight and the little tease to go know what you're going to tune in for. So if you are not following us on Instagram or Facebook, please do. And feel free to message us with prayer requests or topics that you would like to learn more about. So you can find us there. We are on Instagram and Facebook, but we probably spend a bit more time on Instagram. So feel free to hit us up on either, but there you go. Oh, Farron, guess what? What? We have several gift guides that we have episodes with, and we also have blog posts that are attached to them. And if you guys like gift guides or humor or both, <laughs> listen to those. We'll link them. Yes, if shopping for people that seem to have it all is difficult for you, then check mm. out those gift guides because they are mm-hmm. quite snazzy. Or if you have friends like Farron who are like, mm, don't get me anything, or I don't know what to get. <laughs> It helps. <laughs> yes. Let us help you make that decision. Super. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye.